Good evening, JC. Good evening, as Jay, I've got a big, big question for you. Big world question. Big question. Do you big have, question. I'm sure you do, and I'm sure we spoke about it, do you have a personal mission statement or something that I, you'd say fits that effect? Yes, I do. I do. Uh, would you be willing or should we explore that whole concept in terms of if people wanted to write one, if people don't know what it is, how they'd go about it, what it includes, what the point of having one is. Would love to, yeah, most certainly. I think would love to. I think it's a, a real valid thing. I, I've been rereading mine and kind of rewriting it recently because I think it's something you have to constantly refer back to, and I think that's a big part of it. Uh, so I just thought it'd be interesting to talk about it because I knew you. I thought you would be someone who had something. In yes. Place. Well, tell, tell me, as what's the framework of your mission statement then? So I'm presuming you're talking more than just a mantra here, aren't you? It's not something that you just put on the wall. So what, what's your, yeah, your framework that do you go to here? Yeah, so I, this is, the framework is actually what I've been looking at, like recently, in terms of what should it, what do I want it to include? And what do I want to kind of cover in it? Uh, so I've been looking at, some questions like for myself in terms of what I want my impact to be, what I want my contribution to be, uh, what I want people to remember me for when I'm, you know, dead and gone. Uh, and it's all, it's all that. And it's kind of just to guide decision-making. Like, I think that's the big, the big part of what a mission statement should be is it's like a compass for the decisions you make in life. And like that kind of goes across the board. So my framework has been, or is now a selection of these questions that kind of pull me out of a very narrow focus and put me in a much wider focus to cover like a more broad spectrum of things. That's the way I'm approaching it. So the framework is just like a page of paper, I'd say. Like I, I type it, but if you put it, I'd probably fill an A4 with it. And you write it like a, a stories or like a document, like paragraphs, or uh, do you do you add pictures and colours and everything else? <laughs> no, can't say I do that. Uh, no, I, I do a single sheet, and it's it's kind of like a contract with myself. If you were like to read the like language that. of it, it's like it's an agreement with myself of what I want from life and what I need to do and approach in order to get it moving forward uh and then i kind of you almost sign it if you know what i mean because you kind of bind yourself to what you put down on that bit of paper so accountability basically mm -hmm. you're giving yourself accountability and, th and that's the big thing is self-accountability because it's easy when you've got a boss or a mum or someone breathing down your neck that kind of accountability is easy the hard kind of accountability is when realistically you don't have anyone breathing down your neck and it's on you to like make those moves you know you could very easily not do the thing or not eat the thing or whatever the thing is but it's self-accountability and I think that's what the personal mission statement does yeah love it I've, uh, it really ties in once again you know the the universe is in uh Just constant sinking. uh yeah sync uh i'm listening to the uh podcasts and the last uh, couple on infinite monkey cage have been about black holes and uh you know the the craziness of those but the one that sort of really strikes 
uh, is the end of the universe they were talking about not just end of life end of uh, you know our planet but the end of the universe so uh, yeah I suppose I look at uh, my own uh, self-development uh, mission statement as, like you said, what, what you're going to get out of it at the end of the day, uh, you know, your legacy, I suppose. So I, I think I've shared on here for all of our viewers, I'm just holding my iPad around. Uh, I have just like endless notes of notes. You mentioned it before, as I've I'm not being rude going on my iPad. It is just usually note taking. So uh, my one is my uh, personal self development time. Uh, so I use this. Uh, I probably go to it weekly. Uh, Sunday is usually my day that I go to it, and I just use it to to check up on things. And uh, I do have a a paper book still with uh, the girls got it for. I don't know for a stunner handy as like short term goals long term goals and things like that i use that for more manage management will work but based on what we we've said i've got the uh, quadrant in there i use that the time product uh, productivity because i feel i'm very much driven by time management we all yeah. have the same uh, 24 hours in the day but I feel personally I'm really driven by that. So I use that on, you know, a rotation kind of basis when it's needed. Uh, I put lots of notes down here. Uh, so uh, about books and, uh, for instance, you know, yoga that I'm finding beneficial for my body and just different things that people have put down, uh, I've said or I've heard or I've read, I've put down so I've got a reference point. And... Uh, I like to write stuff in here, almost like a journal where the uh, the stuff in my head, like the other week, there was a few things, for a better word, kind of get them to me. Went out for a walk with the dogs and I sat down and wrote in here. And it basically, just shorthand, just got it off my chest. No one's ever going to read it. Uh, I had it ready to speak to someone about it if I needed to, but it didn't need to. And I found that just, just really useful. But I suppose that's a little bit off topic isn't it that's not quite where you're coming from so i'm scrolling down as i'm talking to you so i'm on my mission statement now so i have this theory of three and uh i like to write down three things uh for each part of my life so family business and personal they're the three three big things to me so my family uh obviously first uh the business obviously because we need that and then my uh personal goals uh, and then i like to i keep a note on what i was looking at a few years back and like to do obviously now and then into the future as well is that more kind of what you mean by mission it statement? is yeah yeah it is it's um i tell you where it where it's all coming from in terms of me asking is consistency and being consistent with things that you set out to do. And I think the way, the reason that 99% of people fail on fitness goals or business goals, whatever it is, is that there's not a point of reflection. They kind of, everyone gets real excited at the start of something, the planning, the getting it all ready. And everyone gets, does really well in the first week. You know, we know, we see it all the time with people joining our, our dojos. They'll come, they'll join, uh, they'll, they'll train and they love it. And then people kind of teeter off. They lose the focus. And I think it's not having these points of reflection. And I know you feel like you went off with that thing where you sat down with the dogs and wrote, but I actually think that's exactly what I mean in the sense that we have to take these spots where we sit down and go back to what we're doing and why we're doing it. 
like get back to the why so that in moments of weakness where you're a bit tired or overworked, you can reflect on that and put yourself back on the straight and narrow, like back on the path. We're talking more than discipline here, aren't we? We're not just talking about being disciplined and not eating, you know, what you shouldn't things. It, no, it, it's deeper than that, isn't it? Purpose. Yeah. It's it's a uh, it's impact. It's legacy. It's uh, it's uh, like the, the 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 thing I like to use as a tool for this is you imagine your own funeral and you think of three or four people coming up to do a speech. One is a family member. One is a friend. One is a work colleague, and one is just someone who knew you, you know, out of those spectrums. And you think about what you'd like them to say about you in like these, and it's kind of what you were saying about the three areas of life, your, your family, your work, your, your personal goals. You, you want to know that the people around you who you're influencing, your kids and all the rest of it, that you're setting an example that's going to ripple and it's going to last long beyond our tiny little speck of existence on this planet. And I think if you want to have an impact like that, it requires more than just, you know, set a goal, go, go do the goal. It, like, it requires a reflection. That, that's yeah, kind of where I'm coming from with it. Ditto on all of that. And it actually really sinks in. It was sport related, but it was just psychology at the end of the day. I did a psychology course earlier this year. And uh, she said, from a sport perspective, the two things that she, uh, the two bits of advice she could give uh, straight away to everyone, uh, of which the most professional sports people, you know, that do it for a living, uh, that she works with don't do the majority of people don't she said breathe so first of all learn to uh, use your breathing because obviously that's related to a physical exercise but then she said journal uh, she said journal is is one of the the most important things but journal in a way that you're reflecting on what you're doing you're you're making yourself accountable for what you're doing it crosses over so much to every every walk of life doesn't it yeah it does big time so all with these time, questions then you say you you build your framework around questions uh, yes well there's a load but I, i'll give you some and then you can feel free to answer them if you want to just so people, and anyone listening can get a bit of paper and play along uh the first one is i, I write i write this statement and it's open-ended and then i try to finish it and the statement is i am at my best when and then i have to fill that out uh, and and it's that that question alone gets me to think about like what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, how much sleep I'm getting, what what media I'm consuming. Uh, and then I say I'm at my worst when and that gets me thinking about all the, the the pitfalls and traps that I know are in my life that send me the wrong way. Like, the, you know, I'm at my worst when I don't get up early in the morning because then I'm on a a path where it just spirals down for the day. As an example, everyone's different. Mm. Um, so I do those two questions. I don't know if you'd like to like go into those two, but that, that's like the first bit to point me in terms of f doing better. Yeah, I think I'm at my best if I'm answering that uh, when I'm under pressure. Uh, I think that's when I'm really at, at my best, when I've got to I've got to get shit together and do it. I'm always being a lastminute.com. If it's got to be done, do it last minute. But 
uh, in a uh, constructive kind of way, if it makes sense. Not not kind of leave it to last minute, but as in I like getting in there and getting getting it on. Uh, and then at, at my worst, probably getting up early in the morning. <laughs> That's yeah, <laughs> opposite of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I ask, uh, within the areas of my life, what do I enjoy the most? So take your your free areas of personal work and family. What in those free realms of existing do I enjoy the most? And it's like you know, personal time with loved ones, uh, watching someone who I've taught achieve something or succeed in a way where my teaching has had an influence and things like that and that kind of just gets your head clear about priorities that's like you're really trying to hone in on when it, when all the shit's going on and life gets silly you can push it all to the side and get to the one thing that that if you had nothing else as long as you had that you, you're gonna keep your stuff together yeah yeah, yeah. any more questions yes uh what did i say after that one it sounds it sounds like are you are you uh judging yourself are you being a judge and jury of yourself here or are you allowing yourself to be judged by those out around uh, yeah uh, do you get what i'm what i'm asking so i set it up with all this stuff so that in future i can be judge and jury based on what I promised in that moment. So I set all this up in like my best moment. I try, whenever I try to look at this and reflect it, I try to make sure it's, I'm in a good place. Like I'm not in a destructive or angry place. I'm in a positive life affirming, like go get it place. So then when I have a bad day or a bad week, I go back to it and I sit down and I hold myself accountable to what I wrote down. And I'm saying, you know, are you, living with purpose well, are do you, you do you have a belt in your hand or something you? or, or I mean, <laughs> it's it's like yeah it, it's kind of like i guess it's is it personal shaming i don't know if that's a harsh thing to say but i think you have to be your harshest critic because you know you might love take like my mum for example will always tell me that i'm doing great even when i'm not she'll say you're doing great just keep doing you don't worry you know she's always going to be a positive affirmation but she's not going to push me to where I want to go because she's just not that's not her thing you know her job's not to push her job is just to love and care uh, and that's you know we all have everyone in our lives and they've got different roles but even my wife she's her job is not to push me she is a support mechanism in a lot of ways but I have to do the pushing you know if I want to take something mm -hmm. somewhere business uh, so I, I think it's where it's again not having a boss like we don't have a boss so you kind of have to be your boss. You have to have that review period where they tell you some harsh truths. And I think you have to be able to do that to yourself. But everyone, even if you've got a boss at work, you've got to have a boss of your own life, haven't you? Your own thoughts, yeah, your own cause, choices. Because otherwise you're just a slave to someone else's dreams and desires. You end up just kind of going through someone else's vision of what they think your life should be, as opposed to what, you think it should be and i think it's just the more and the more you reflect so how, on it go on go on how, how often do you re-ask these questions so like i i said i set my mission statement up and uh i base it around those three main things of family business and personal and i look at it as like a year 
kind of level and yeah. I'll, I'll look at it. So I quite often do that uh, in between that Christmas and New Year time. So you've had Christmas, you've had Boxing Day, you've had all the family, you've had a day of like TV, whatever you do, PJs, building Lego. And you know, there's that little period before New Year, well, we have it anyway with our business of shutdown, where if for a better word, you just have peace. And I go, I always do it by a fire. Uh, quite often go to my brother's land, camp out, and I, I think about the year ahead, and I think about my family, I think about my business, and I think about my personal aspirations and and basically goals that I want to achieve. Uh, and then what I do uh, and work on over that period of year, like I have, I, at the same time, I have like uh, laws. Uh, I give myself laws of things that I will abide by all the time. For instance, I'm not eating sugar on a weekdays. Uh, on a weekday, I'm making sure I'm asleep by midnight. Things like that are just personal laws that I stick to. You don't break them at any time or you're breaking the law uh i've got also like a lifestone in this i'm just going through my notes here that i refer to like my current lifestone is to give more than i take so that's something that i always judge my my choices and time time by but then what does i suppose doesn't change a lot but i reflect on a lot is my i've got it written here like daily uh things uh daily routine that i make sure i have this is kind of, uh, yeah, it's still part of the mission statement, isn't it, As yeah, So yeah. daily, and like, you know, I'm making sure that I smile. I'm making sure that I've got some kind of daily uh, stretch or something going. Even things like this, like I make sure every day I, I cuddle uh, the girls and I kiss Lauren. And every day, Daisy and I do our, uh, our handshake. Uh, little things like that and then weekly is making sure I have the reflection time which is when I look at this making sure I stretch making sure I do the gym making sure I'm working on the different projects blogs bushcraft bonsai uh, anything like that and then into the monthly stuff like every month we make sure we have a family day it's in the diary we have a Lauren and I have a date night it's in the diary uh, I've got to get back to it looking at it but make sure I have a screen free day uh, and every month we make sure we go for a walk in Wakehurst See, it's things like that that I suppose I build my mission statement out of uh, yeah i like the questions I, I haven't used used that before where where do you get to where's the conclusion with these questions for you in this statement yeah so you're hitting it all like all the nails on the head with it that you build it once and i do exactly the same as you christmas new year it's a great time it's just like set up for reflection and setting you up for the rest of the year but then what i what I then do is I review it regularly in the sense of I'm not trying to change it or rewrite it. I'm just checking that I am doing it, that, that this statement that I've put out, I go back at it and I look at it and I go, am I doing what's right by my body, my mind, my loved ones, my business? And, you know, like you just said there, just reading it, you realize you haven't done no screen thing for a while. And it's like, you've just now you've checked in and been reminded with it. And then it kind of, it brings it back to the forefront of your mind because life gets in the way of all this stuff. And it's, and again, we all do it with the best of intentions at the start and then life comes along and then 
a lot of it falls to the side. And I think unless you're doing regular maintenance on it, and that's really what I'm getting at is the maintenance. It's like, you know, your car, it will only run as well as you look after it. You look after it, it'll run for as long as you want it to run. But if you don't, then it's going to start, you know, the wheels fall off. So it's, it's that. It's like the, the MOT, the, the service of it. We're talking about uh, social and cultural issues, especially in this country here, then, when you're talking about mission statements. And we're both in our uh, black and white different ways of approaching it, have said you've got to put this structure together. And then from the structure, you tweak it, you look at it, you review it. I think much of our culture and uh, society now are quick fix. They want yes. to take a pill for it. They want to take a shake for it. They want to Download read it, see it. Yeah. And it, this stuff can't be done that way, can it? I don't think so. And I think that's why so many, I think that's why people are struggling in modern life because they're looking for quick fixes for problems that don't have a quick fix. And then what they end up finding is not a fix, but a temporary fix, a bodge job. You know, they, they find alcohol because it temporarily numbs a pain. You know, they find another addiction or they just bury their head in the sand because they're trying to, like you said, just cure it overnight. But this is more of a, you know, it's like bonsai trees. You can't just, you know, one day do it, neglect it for months and then do it again. They're like in that time, you're not going to get the best bonsai. It requires regular attention, you know? Same as your sport, you can't train for one week, neglect it for months and then expect to perform at your best. You have to train, it's consistency. You have to be regular. And I think part of that consistency is having some form of a system for checking in. It gets me thinking about religion uh, and the idea of like going to church on a Sunday. You go to church every Sunday and the priest reads out the same book every week you know, but it's not to try and really teach you anything new, especially as you get like older, but it's to remind you and reinforce values and reinforce certain behaviors. And I'm not a man of religion at all, but I can see how that's like, you know, the Bible's their framework for how they're going to behave, how they're going to act in society. And that weekly visit to church is that reaffirmation. And I think we can all do that on a much more personal level. You know, you have your own mission statement and then whether it's a weekly review or a monthly review, I think that needs to be more instilled in people to sit down with your notebook, your journal, your calendar, your quadrant, you know, with all your stuff and just check that you're on, on path. I think we've got a new feature there as I've just written it down. I think we should have uh, a, a feature of a uh, personal development check-in. So my, yes. my check-in this week has been to screen time uh, to make sure I have my day 15th of the month, which should be Saturday. This, so I'm going to do it this week where I don't look at a device. Everything stays off for the entire day. Don't watch telly. Don't, don't, just don't go on a device. And those moments when you usually would turn to a book, turn to just sitting outdoors and looking at, at the trees, whatever it be. So that, that's going to be my check-in uh, this week. What about you? Well, mine's going to be, and it will be birthed out of this conversation, is to talk about this stuff with people more. Because I think sometimes you can feel like you're being a bit of a dick to discuss personal development with people. Like you're coming off all 
<clears throat> high and mighty or you know all-knowing or something but I feel charged in talking about it with someone like-minded like yourself like I'm now amped up to go hmm. do all the stuff and I think if you you got I want to do that more I want to regularly talk about personal development because it's important to me with people who are of the same frame of mind and even people who aren't because you know maybe you can shine the light i don't know yeah or they can give you a bit of uh i think even some people sometimes that don't help you find a way for yourself even better yeah yeah uh, oh yeah i, lo I love that as that was a, a great start i it meant i didn't get asked so how are you how are you <laughs> i am well i'm uh, i'm busy there's a lot going on and this is where kind of all of this was birthed from because I just thought before we get all back in the um, the cogs of the machine, I just wanted to make sure my intentions were all set in the right direction. Uh, so I am good, but I'm busy and I'm just trying to make sure I'm not just busy, busy, but productive, busy in the right ways. Yeah. How are you, sir? Uh, yeah, I, I'm good. Similar. I'd say, yeah, similar. Uh, I think everyone's busy. I think it's just come with this whole relaxing of restrictions i think yeah. we're all we're all either making pressure on ourselves to do things or there's pressure on ourselves to do things from elsewhere i think it yeah we're just in a little bit of a uh, a pressure thing i feel like i'm walking a little bit of a tightrope emotionally at the moment uh, mm -hmm. physically i'm probably in the best shape that i've been uh for some time as in i feel skill wise like with our training I, i'm good uh you know conditioning wise i'm good like i'm cracking out 540s at the moment and everything uh I, i'm feeling you know physically really good but mentally i'm probably not as stable as i would like to be but not not uh not in a way j just because there's so much on does that make sense i just feel like i'm on a tightrope and i've got to back to what we said about the mission state i've got to stick to my daily and my weekly things because if i don't like tonight i'm going to make sure everything's off by 10 o'clock i'm going to make sure i'm asleep by midnight and i feel that i could quite easily be up to 2 a.m even later tonight getting things done but i know it's going to have because i'm not emotionally stable i don't think it would have a positive effect that makes yeah. sense yeah completely it's it's the car analogy again isn't it if you you got to look after the motor so it can get you where you want to yeah. go yeah 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 most most definitely i've got a a food related rant for you i did bring something yes. today a food related double whammy rant. Uh, so double whammy feature here sandwich crusts I was somewhere, I can't remember where the other day, and I, it, it, oh, no, where was it? I can remember who it was. It was an older lady as well, uh, which I think made me think of it more. Like, I un, I get it a little bit more with a kid not wanting to eat their crust, you know, right, it's okay, laborious <laughs> or, <laughs> or something. But this, it was just what it was just in the park, actually. I was just with the dogs, and I, I saw them, and this lady definitely just ate the bread and returned it might have even gone in the bin the, the crusts as are you a crust eating man i'm a crust eating man I'm, i i yeah. actually really enjoy the crust on a bread i'm talking uh, it's about not even like pizza crust the whole thing oh. what is oh. that about people who don't eat pizza crust 
I don't trust them. I don't, I don't <laughs> associate with people who don't eat pizza crust. There's something deeply wrong with you if you don't eat pizza crust, to be quite honest. I, I'm asking you as, I was actually hoping that you weren't, you were going to be someone that cuts your crust off. I was actually hoping, that, I knew you weren't, but I was hoping <laughs> you'd be someone that would leave the crust to the pizza. Why? Uh, yeah, I, I was, so I could ask why. Oh, so yeah, so you can get an answer. I mean, I, 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 I struggle to even, no, Anne, Anne eats the crust. She, I mean, she's a bread, you know, devourer. There's any bread, she eats the bread. Like um, I, I make our kids eat the crust. Like if they turn around and said, oh, "I'm not eating the crust," you know, unless there's a legitimate reason, you know, it's charcoal burn or uh, yeah, sure. you know, they're, they're they're genuinely full, you know, because they've eaten a decent meal. I I get I don't mean that. Oh, you have to stuff it down your throat. <laughs> but where people on purposely that, I just don't get it. So if any of our listeners could uh, tell us if you don't, I, I would really like to know why because. Yeah, I, I just think it's a waste. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I think it's unappreciated. Unappreciated. It's like, yeah. What's all that? Our rule on uh, on the bad language on this podcast. Do we have? No, a rule? there's no rule. No. I think they're just pussies. <laughs> I don't know if that's an un- inappropriate thing to say. If there's a better word for it these days, feel free to tell me. But I think that's what it is. They're just like, oh, you know, it's not as nice as the the main bread it's not as tasty it's not it's not not tasty it's just not as nice so i don't put myself through such a trauma it's just do i'm so like pizzas now come with stuff crust don't they do you think that was an do you reckon that was an initiative by a pizza maker oh but that's a chicken and egg scenario right is that people love the crust, so let's put cheese in it, or people don't love the crust, so let's put cheese in it. Mm. Well, so here's the question. We, Do you enjoy a stuffed crust? Yeah, yeah, I won't go out of my way. Uh, I won't be like, I'm not eating the crust unless it's stuffed. But yeah. uh, I do, I do, yeah, I do. Yeah, Are you? Well, I'm, well, I'm exactly the same. I, I don't, I probably wouldn't pick it on a menu, but if someone gave me a stuffed crust pizza, I'd, I'd be, you know, I'd enjoy it. So that makes me think. Maybe people that don't eat it on a sandwich, they don't butter or put their jam, peanut butter, whatever they put on it. Maybe they don't go to the edge. Do you go, do you make sure you go to the edge? Well, so I don't go to the edge and I still eat it, but Anne tells me off if I make her toast and don't go to the edge. So she's, you know, she is of that kind where she's like, no, come on, go to the edge. So I, I get that whole thing of, you know, it is a bit drier, right? The crust is a bit drier. So don't make yeah. it even more dry by not putting the condiment on it, you know? But pizza crust, surely you dip it. I dip it, you know? Yeah, garlic. Garlic yeah. sauce, whatever garlic, it might be. Yeah. That's the whole point, huh? 100%. I agree with your rant. I, I don't have an answer or a solution. So it definitely is a rant. It, it a fits rant. Yeah, I, 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 I've been carrying that for a couple of weeks, actually. So I'm, I'm, I feel better for getting that off my chest. Yeah, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, top three? Yeah, I, I, I'll bring one or I can wait for the next one. week if you got one. No, no, no. You go. You go. Th- this was inspired by your one last week of sounds. Uh, mm-hmm. So really throw this out there. You know, be wherever you want to be with it. Top three lights. Lights? Yes. As in light bulb light. 
Yeah, yeah, as okay. in the okay. light. Illuminance. The shiny, illuminance. Illuminance, yes. gotcha. Go first for me, just to put me in the right path. Okay, I've uh, got a uh, four-cell, like, big battery. It's a D, isn't it? The big battery mm-hmm. uh, mag light. Uh, I think, uh, I, I know there's a lot more on the market, but I think the mag light was possibly one of the first, like, heavy-duty. Yeah, like, you could yeah. do some damage with that. It's like a four-cell, so, you know, you can hold it with two hands. Like, you could use it as a weapon, as well as it shines proper bright. And yeah. it's the button, it's the, the the recess of the button under the rubber switch, and the fact that, did you know under the spring is a spare bulb? I didn't so, know that. yeah, so under the spring is a, so the functionality of it, yeah, the, so the mag light, I, I'm going to put out there as, as a top three. All right, I know where we're at now. So I have a thing in me. It, I think it's in a lot of men in particular. I don't think you have this, but maybe you do. I love LEDs in things. I thought you were going to come out with that then. <laughs> I thought you would. I, if I had it my way, I would have an LED light strip everywhere. <laughs> Everything <laughs> would have an LED light strip. Fortunately, my wife holds me back. Uh, so with I've got, I got some. With the remote. Well, ideally, again, like we're talking dream scenario. It's all smart and I don't even need a remote. And I just say, you know, Alexa, blue, blue and it just goes, wow. Uh, that so that, that LED mood lighting in any form look, for me it's on my desk I've got some on my desk and it makes me very happy and it's a little <laughs> thing and I like I change the color depending on what I'm doing so when I'm doing like serious work I put it on red and I'm like in race <laughs> car mode and then when I'm relaxing it's on your uh, mission statement is it? it it might as well be there might as well be a color coded what's green taxes Money. Tax. Money time. <laughs> when, I, when, I'm, when I'm doing the monies, we go to green. <laughs> really? I'm going to ask my girls, because uh, both Daisy and Cece have got LED rooms now. I'm going to ask oh, if they, they have a, a coloured theme to what they're doing. You need so, the I like themes. that. There we go. Yeah. yeah. That's These two. are my ones. Number number two. Mine aren't in any uh, bronze, silver or gold today. They're just like illuminate uh, sources. My head torch. I've actually got mm-hmm. two. I've got two head torches. I've got one, which is my camping head torch. It's really small. It's only about the size of a 20 uh, pence piece. Uh, it's got brilliant light on it. And uh, I carry it whenever I'm camping, out in the van, whenever. It's in my pocket. Stick it on. It's just the most functional uh, yeah, tool, tool you can have when you're, you're camping. And I've got a slightly more uh, robust one uh, that's uh, got a couple more lights on it. And it's more like, a, I suppose people use it for cycling. Uh, and I use that for when I'm doing my trees outdoors, uh, watering of, of the evening and that. So yeah, my, my head, head torches are, yeah, my, my next, next number of light. They're an underrated tool, aren't they? Like, I think the amount of us that walk around with like our phone torch and one of our hands and like having it in our mouth or trying to free our keys, I think a head torch is an underrated uh, tool in people's box. My number two, I'll keep with the kind of camping theme. I've got a lantern. 
like a camping lantern. Now it's an LED one. It's not a classic one, unfortunately, but it's super powerful. It's got a huge battery, like it lasts forever. You can switch it from a cold light to a warm light. So if you're like putting it in the tent, you can like put it on a soft warm light to help you sleep. Uh, and you can charge bits off of it if you're that way inclined. I tried to get away from uh, phones and that when I'm camping, but it's got the functionality. It's just, it's very functional. It's a very functional light. I like it. Yeah, I do. I love the sound of our actual uh, flame camping uh, lantern because it's got that gas, you light it. I love the sound of that. So uh, that, that's a homage to last week's uh, top three. I could, for my last one, I could go all spiritual and hippie on you and be like, I love the starlight. So I love the twinkle in your eyes, uh, but I'm going to keep it gadget, but it kind of ties in as well. I love uh, the light of a flame and in particular, uh, my turbo uh, light flame lighter that I've got. It's never been used to light a cigar or, or uh, cigarette or anything like that. I'm not into that, but I use it for when you need to light the stove, light Stop. a fire or anything else. But it's the sound as well. It's like a proper little blowtorch. It's, it's the size of a Zippo, uh, but it's a turbo one. And yeah, it just has a wicked blue light on it. And so the light of that in respect of fire as well. Yeah, I like it. I, we're on the same wavelength with stuff because my last one is the dying embers of a fire. So like oh. end of a camping night or end of a barbecue and the fire's just like just a little bit of ash and there's just little sprinkles of red in there. That that source of light is very comforting and very nice because you know you're like as the fire winds down, you're winding down and you're all like in sync with the universe and yeah embers and it's usually it's usually at the end of a nice evening as well isn't yeah it? you've yeah it's almost always comes with a really nice evening good conversation good company all that stuff yes i had something that i wanted to talk about today but i'm glad that you went first as uh so yeah i'll pick up next time on the on the convo I, i've got something to bring because it's relevant i think at, at any time but i'm glad to, you brought that mission statement i've got a couple of quotes actually i've got one that i had ready for what i was going to say uh talk about but coincidentally uh the one below it kind of uh goes with what you were saying as well and uh, it's actually lyrics to a song. So I'm not gonna test you on the song, but don't try to change the world. Find something that you love and do it every day. Do that for the rest of your life and eventually the world will change. And the song is... Come on, you gotta think it. Can I have it again? Read it again. Don't try to change the world. Find something that you love and do it every day. Do that for the rest of your life and eventually the world will change. I don't got it's it. It's a Macklemore. It's a Macklemore song. And I can't even remember which one it is. So I can hear it now that you've said Macklemore, yeah. but I still can't tell you the song name, but I know where you're, where you're coming from. I've lost my quote. I had a quote that I really wanted to use and I have now, it has escaped me, which is really upsetting because I thought it was a good one. I'm gonna save it for next week. You're gonna to have to hold out 
on me for a quote. Yes, your your quote is going to have to carry us over. That will carry us over. We can we can pick up the conversation next time, can't we? Oh, we better yeah. let our listeners and, and everyone know, uh, especially if they're only picking up uh, a post of this. Uh, we've got a new Facebook page and Twitter account. Uh, so find us on there and uh, like, subscribe, share, click, comment, and all those things that you do on those things. Yes, on all uh, social media platforms, we are Short Combos Podcast. So uh, if you type that in, we should be the thing that comes up. Look for the little uh, speech bubble cloud and you'll find us. Wicked. Nice one, one, Jeff. Yeah, it's been a great chat. Me too. We will uh, catch up again next week. And thank you, everyone, as always, for listening. Peace out.